Monday night, it's September 26th, 2022, episode 306 of the Tan and J-Man Show is live on the air on the ISC Sports Network, as well as live on the Tan and J-Man Show Facebook page and the ISC Sports Network Twitter page. I'm Tanner Lee, along with my co-host Josh the J-Man Month, residing in the state of Illinois. What's going on, J-Man? Um, not a whole lot. I, uh, I definitely feel the Monday upon me. Um, it's a very tiring day for whatever reason. Yes. Very tiring day. I'm, I'm, I'm there with you, except I was up late watching a football game. Uh, so, if you want, so if, you, if you want to call it a football game, we'll, we'll get into that <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah. but I was up late doing that. Have you booked your tickets to the Super Bowl yet? Not yet. Um, I'm gonna wait another week, and then I'll probably prob- probably book them on Friday. Just gotta wait to see if you're gonna play the Eagles or the Giants, right? That's right. Yeah, hopefully the Giants. I think I think Dolphins match up a little better with the Giants than they do the Eagles. Think the Giants uh, remain undefeated after tonight, or you think Cowboys get them? Um, I think Cowboys get them. I think that's what you had in your picks. I think I yeah. had the Giants, so. which which you uh, annihilated me this week. Your strategy worked. I, I'll it, give you some props. It did work, and it worked in my. I'm in a pick'em league. I am every year for money. <coughs> and I won the week last week, and I won it again this week, and I blew everybody away this week. So my nice. strategy definitely paid off. We'll see if uh, I have a similar strategy this week or not, or if I went back to my roots <laughs> and my losing ways. Yeah. I have some birdie bogey for you here. It is baseball related. So good oh, luck. I am. Uh, oh, boy. That's that's. Yeah. Albert Pujols hit his 700th career homer over the weekend. I think Friday night he hit two of them. Mm-hmm. 699 and 700. He became the first player ever born outside the U.S. to hit 700. But my question is, he became the second player ever to hit 20 homers in their first season. And 20 homers in their last season in MLB history. Uh, who is the other guy to have done this? Ooh, that's a good one. Obviously, Hall of Fame level player. Sure. Um, who also did this. But uh, Pujols also had 18 20 home run seasons, which is the third most in Major League Baseball history, only behind Hank Aaron and Barry Bonds. Kind of makes sense. But uh, yeah, who's the good. only other player to hit 20 homers in their first and last seasons of their career? Uh, Birdie Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown nutrient-dense produce. Bryce and Katie Roman of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram and check out their website, noblegnomellc.com. Get your veggies. You know, speaking of Noble Gnome, I was thinking today, you know, it's it's getting colder out. We're getting the fall temperatures because it is fall now, officially fall as of last mm-hmm. Thursday. So when I think of fall, I not only think of football, hoodies, jeans, bonfires. Oh, I love it. But I think of soup, too, especially chili. Get chili. You gotta have some vegetables in it. Got it. So you better stock up on some vegetables from some mm-hmm. no, no, from Noble Gnome and make some good chili or whatever other soup you want. Are you, are you a soup guy? Yes, I am a soup guy. I hate soup. I couldn't remember if you did or not. Yeah, um, I I hate soup. My uh, fiance is very upset about that fact because she loves soup. She should. She should be. I mean, mm. do you like chili at least? Don't like chili. chili. Man, I, you. I don't like beans. I'm I'm one of the weirdos that don't like beans. Well, what if it was a beanless chili? I still for for whatever like I, I don't like chili dogs. Um, that's true. Which which I I know you're a big uh, proponent of the chili dog. I am. I am. Um, but uh, yeah, there's just it's not not for me. No. I'll, I'll, I'll stick to my pizza, burger, steak, <laughs> and taco. 
I like all those too, but uh, I do I do like myself some chili and and, and some other soups too. Sure. But man, what a weekend of football around uh, not only the college football world, but also the NFL world. My gosh, yesterday's early games had a lot of results. I don't think a lot of people saw coming. A lot of crazy finishes. Mm -hmm. Your Dolphins were in in one of those crazy finishes. So let's uh, switch it up this week. Let's begin with NFL. We usually begin with college football, but let's get right into the NFL and. I'll let you talk about your 3-0, 3-0 Miami Dolphins, the only AFC team yeah. with a 3-0 record. The uh, Dolphins are one of my winners um, going against the, uh, well, many people thought best team in the NFL, and I still think they're probably the best team in the NFL. Um, ridiculously good offense, putting up 30-plus points a game. Um, the Dolphins have quite the home field advantage there in Miami, especially in September, where their brand-new renovations from five or six years ago or so they set it up where the Dolphins are in the shade the entire time. <clears throat> the opposing team is in the sun the entire time, the entire game. And uh, the real feel was over 100 yesterday, and you could see it. Um, towards the end of the game, I'm just thinking, these guys, both sides are moving so slow. Um, so many guys left with one, – one guy left with a heat-related illness for the Bills. They had cramping issues, all of that. So the Dolphins have built quite the home field advantage there. Uh, just with the heat and the Bills offense just did not look the same as it has. Now you, you got to credit the Dolphins defense. They did what they uh what they had to do and they stepped up late, forced multiple fourth downs. Uh Allen, of course, picked up a lot of them, uh, but they uh stopped them short. Uh got great, great pass rush, which the Dolphins pass rush kind of struggled a little bit, but they sacked Josh Allen four times, had multiple chances for other um opportunities to sack him. They forced a fumble. Uh, so the Dolphins' defense played well, but man, the Bills dominated that game. I don't know if you saw any of the numbers uh, from that game, but the Bills absolutely dominated. You look at time of possession, Bills had the ball for 40 minutes. Dolphins had the ball for 19. Uh, the Bills had 31 first downs to the Dolphins' 15. Bills had 497 total yards of offense to the Dolphins' 212. Uh, Bills ran 90 offensive plays. Uh, to the Dolphins, 39. Bills only punted once. Dolphins had to punt five times. Difference is, Dolphins put the ball in the end zone. Bills could not do it. They had to settle for field goals. Missed a field goal. Um, Dolphins forced a turnover deep, deep in um, Bills' territory, where the Dolphins took over, I think, at the six-yard line. Um, And they ended up scoring a touchdown. So, opportunistic defense. Um, They were huge. They, They were really pretty dang good on third down against Josh Allen. Made the stops late, um, you know, when uh, Thomas Morstead kicked the uh, punt off his uh, <laughs> protectors. Uh, I didn't even know he was a Dolphin yesterday. I'm glad he is. He, he's been one of their best offseason pickups. Other punting game has been terrible for years. And he uh, and, and really, um, the safety might have won the Dolphins the game, um, if, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, because Dolphins are punting from their own half-yard line. Bills will probably get the ball inside the 50. Should get the ball inside the 50. Now you take the safety. And at first, Trent Green even mentioned it. Well, do you take the safety here? I'm thinking, no, you don't take the safety. All they need is three to win. Uh, but then Morstead puts off an absolute booming punt, and they pin the Bills inside uh, their own 25-yard line after the safety. And that's really what won them the game, um, being pinned that far back. So uh feel really good about the Dolphins, as I should. Um, that was a game they should not have won. As I said, they got thoroughly dominated but uh you know what teams that um 
have struggled winning here this century. Uh, Dolphins don't win that game very often. And the fact that they did, I think, is a very good sign going forward. Um, and I was looking at their schedule, and there's a real good chance I do not pick them to lose until December 18th. Well, there's a spoiler for our picks later to, <laughs> later in this episode. This, so. this, this game this week is probably the only one I could have picked the opposing team. But you look at it, they have the Jets twice, the Browns, Texans, Bears, Lions, Vikings at home, Steelers at home. Um, and, and, and then they have a San Francisco team that looked terrible last night. They do have to go to the L.A. Chargers. But then uh, their next game that uh, I think I'll pick against them is, the, of course, things can change and they could absolutely – flat line uh but against the bills in buffalo uh december 18th so uh it's the best i felt about a dolphins team in a long time three and oh for the first time since i think 2013 and that team uh folded down the stretch lost to a terrible buffalo team and then at home to geno smith when he put up 158.3 passer rating <laughs> in miami and kept the dolphins out of the playoffs so uh um, yeah, Dolphins shouldn't have won. They found a way to do it against the best team in the NFL. So uh, it was a good day. That's what you got to do to be a playoff team. Uh, win yep. games you're not supposed to. Doesn't Absolutely. have to look pretty. Just get the win. Just yep. get the win. Try to get to about ten wins. You're probably in in the playoffs. Um, I want to get your opinion on this whole Tua controversy ordeal that media is kind of mm-hmm. hyping up last night, and supposedly NFL PA wants an investigation into it. Uh, what was your take on the whole uh, ordeal? So he was pushed down, and it was a personal foul on the Bills. Um, he hit his head, and then he got up, and he, he he looked a little woozy, and then he, like, stumbled. And I'm thinking, this dude's knocked out. He's going to, you know, miss the rest of this game, miss Thursday's game against Cincinnati. Um, but then it comes out that he wasn't – he passed all concussion protocol stuff, um, and it was a back injury, which I remember when the back injury happened because they – did a quarterback sneak um, inside, obviously inside the one yard line uh, earlier in the game, just I think their previous drive. And he, it, he, he got like folded in half, like his his legs were behind him and he was almost folded in half. Uh, so I know he had the back injury, but uh, they said today that he was not in concussion protocol at all um, this week. Now, they haven't said he's going to play and there's doubt that he could play because his back injury is pretty bad. Um, but uh, the fact that he was. Um, cleared by doctors i mean they can investigate all they want and talk to the doctors and um, i'm sure a lot goes back in the day especially a lot um could have been hidden um to the uh, naked eye and and from the league um as far as injuries go but now there's such strict protocol uh that it'd be a pretty steep penalty if uh if they kind of uh, did away with that protocol. And so I think uh, they should, they should be in the clear. Uh, but uh, when they said it was just a back injury, it wasn't even a head injury at all. It was a little fishy. Yeah. No pun intended with the fishy. Yeah. Right there, yeah no but pun intended. Yeah. We'll see what comes out. I don't think a lot will come out of it. I mean, no. like you said, nothing ever does pretty steep <clears throat> fine or penalty if they do. So mm-hmm. I don't think they would be that dumb to do that. So. Yeah. But uh, definitely a big win for the Dolphins. Exciting finish. Mm-hmm. Ken Dorsey busted all his equipment up, and which I didn't know he was their office coordinator yeah. yesterday. Well, Dayball Day was, and now he's the uh, New York Giants. Uh, I'm doing coach. well. But uh, yeah, Dorsey is uh, one of the up and comers um, in the, and he could be a head coach next year. But that was that was quite the temper tantrum he threw. Sure was uh, up there. Kind of a uh, some somebody said he's still uh, 
ticked off about the U's loss to Middle Tennessee State uh, on Saturday. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because you were saying how what a home field advantage it is for the Dolphins there. They said didn't help the Hurricanes the other night no. against the Raiders of Middle Tennessee State. So. Yeah, um, people don't go to college games down there. Um, they're, I, I believe their starting quarterback even said, I like playing Tyler on the Van road. Dyke. Yep. Yeah, I, I like playing on the road more because we don't have a college atmosphere and people yeah. were ticked off. Well, when they have 20,000 people show up. They didn't even have a college atmosphere when they played in the Orange Bowl when they were good. It's just not a college sports town. Um, and and when you say that, though, you better back it up and go play well. He didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, he was terrible. They they got down. Um, I think they turned it over on their first three possessions and got down 24 to 3 or something like that. Yeah, I thought Crystal Ball had them back. Maybe not just yet. Maybe it's going to take a little longer. Yeah, um, well, they they have such a complex with losing right now. They've had such terrible head coaches, and um, they've lost a lot of games. I think it'll take a little while to turn that culture around. Yep. Yep. So. Um, three winners, three losers. Yeah. Um, one of my winners, I, to- I called him out last week, said, prove me wrong, Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Did they deserve to win? Probably not. Uh, Chris Jones helped them out with that unsportsmanlike yes, conduct penalty with about five and a half, five, five and a half minutes to go. Gave the Colts the ball back. They go down, score, win the game. And, of course, the Chiefs missed a couple field goals. Travis Kelsey drops one in the end zone. But the Colts did what they had to do. They just hunted around, kept fighting, kept scratching, clawing. Got a big win. Now they're 1-1-1 one, one, and one with Tennessee coming into town this weekend. So uh, they're still right in the thick of things. In the AFC South, even though I mean it's three games in, nobody's out of their division race yet. But uh, Raiders are. Yeah, they could be. <laughs> they could be. Uh, but yeah, the Colts, good win for them. Uh, proved us both wrong. I think proved most mm-hmm. of the NFL world wrong. I thought five point spread. I'm like, this is easy cash money for the for the Chiefs. But it's the world of the NFL. You never know. I think we both had the Chiefs for sixteen, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah. Um... The Chiefs are actually one of my losers. Um, I think they're missing Tyree Kill a little more than they want to admit. Um, offense wasn't really that great the week before either. And then I only put up 17 points against the Colts. Uh, they just don't have that speed option there. And, and Mahomes hasn't played that well either. He's my fantasy quarterback, so I can't attest uh, to him not playing that well to start the year. Uh, but uh, I th- think ultimately the Chiefs will be fine. They, us- they usually have one blip early. Uh, and then they go on some sort of run. I don't know what their schedule looks like, um, but uh, they should be okay. Yeah, uh, I think they. I think they. I think they will be okay. And I did not put them in one of my losers because I figured you probably would. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but Mahomes and Bayanami getting into it a little bit before halftime. Yeah. And did you see um, Shady McCoy today? Mm-mm. Come out and said all Benemy does is yell and argue with players. He knows nothing mm-hmm. about football or play calling. No wonder he hasn't gotten a head coaching job. And you know nobody ever talks about his background. I mean, he's got some, mm-hmm. yeah, some. Um, I don't want to say shady background, but he's got some troubled background. So Pre- uh, some pretty bad trouble too. Yeah, that so people I aren't think even that, talking about. I mean, there's a reason the NFL teams have done their research and enough mm-hmm. work. There's a reason he hasn't got a job yet. Yeah, and um, Mahomes, being the good guy he is and good leader he is, says that. Uh, it, it was all on him. It was his fault why he and the enemy got into yep. it. But uh, yeah, that 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 was kind of ugly walking into the tunnel. Which uh, they've they've won a lot of ball games. They haven't had to see that. But uh, who knows what the enemy's like behind closed doors? Yep. Maybe his true uh, self came out. Who's a winner for you? 
Uh, besides the Miami Dolphins, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, they they look like the best team in the NFC. They're making um, our what thirteen and four record, a fourteen three record, yeah. pretty good so far. Yeah, they had nine sacks. Uh, They're yesterday. my fantasy defense, so I thank yeah. them for that. Even though I got beat, or gonna, I'm gonna get beat. So. Uh, they have a great defense. They have great running game. I, J- Jalen Hurts might be the early MVP candidate right now, leading yep. MVP candidate. Um, the Washington Commanders are awful. They uh, are one not of the worst good at teams. all. Um, but uh, Carson Wentz, for what I, it, he has to be part of the problem why he's getting sacked so much because he did it in Philadelphia. He's been sacked uh, nine times in a game twice now. Um, he must just hold on to the ball forever. But uh, still, um, Eagles look awfully impressive. Yeah, their defense is flying around mm-hmm. the ball. I still can name you too many of their defensive players, yeah. but yeah, um, trading for AJ Brown has changed that offense too. Uh, add Devonte Smith with him. Uh, it's pretty pretty uh, high flying offense. Yeah, they're fun to watch, and mm-hmm. I don't usually say that about FC's team very often, right? So. <laughs> Uh, another one of my winners, Jacksonville Jaguars. Me too. Um, going to what I would say is the least hostile home environment in the <laughs> yeah. NFL when the Chargers are playing there, especially in L.A. But uh, they not only beat the Chargers, they whooped them. Whooped them. Whooped yeah. upon them. Got up early, never took their foot off them. Most improved team in the league so far through three games. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Maybe Urban Meyer just did so much damage that uh, the talented roster couldn't, uh, or the talented young. It, it was a very young roster. Rookie quarterback Trevor Lawrence has looked great so far mm-hmm. under Doug Peterson. Um, you know they're giving, they're actually letting James Robinson carry the ball where Urban benched him last year. Um, the culture Urban built there was awful, uh, and it was pretty evident. And I think Doug Peterson's been a huge hire for him and and we thought the peterson hire was fantastic to begin with because he adds credibility uh, to a young roster but lawrence is playing well they're running the ball well uh we, we made a lot of people made fun of the christian kirk uh signing in the offseason he's been one of the better in uh receivers in the afc so i ripped far. on that one yeah um it was a, it was a lot of money but he's he's balling out so far uh so yeah jags absolutely they they might be uh Right now, I call them the best team in the AFC South. Oh, I think you have to. I mean, mm-hmm. they did spend about, what, over $300 million in free agents. Like I said, got a good veteran coach who became the fifth all-time winningest head coach in Jaguars history. Tie, tying Urban Meyer. <laughs> uh, two wins. But, yeah, that was that was impressive. And mm-hmm. um, as a Broncos fan, I like to see that. I like to see the Chargers go down. And, mm-hmm. and they're one of my losers, actually, the Chargers, because you just can't have that. You know, we were yeah. talking in our group Especially yesterday. You know, Herbert, while he's a very, very good quarterback, everyone already wants to call him elite, doesn't do a lot of winning for an mm-hmm. elite quarterback. And I know it's not all his fault, but. They've they've had some, they've had a lot of talent there in something's off. Uh, they have, they, they, it seems like they always have terrible injury issues. Always. Uh, but always. he. He has a fantastic wide receiver duo, one of the best in the league in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Uh, defense is good. Joey Bosa and they have um, a couple uh, secondary guys, but something's off. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know if it's coaching or what, but uh, yeah, Chargers can't be losing at home by four touchdowns to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. And yeah, Herbert maybe he's just not a winner. Maybe he's a guy that puts up uh, really good numbers. And he he made an unbelievable throw yesterday. I don't know if you saw that where he was going the opposite way and threw across his body, just an absolute dime. So he has all the physical tools, but they just they just don't win. It's well, weird. 
and their left tackle Slater's out for the year. Mm-hmm. Bosa's week to week. They got a couple other guys banged up. They better be careful, especially with the left tackle. They better protect Herbert because he's playing with some rib issues. Yeah. He point. goes down for a significant amount of time. <clears throat> Write them off. They're done. Yeah. Uh, he had the same procedure before the game yesterday as Tyrod Taylor did. Um, that pretty much ended it, it didn't end Tyrod's career because he was with Houston last year, but uh, it's the reason why Herbert got his shot uh, there in LA. So I know a lot of uh, a lot of people were nervous about that one, but uh, sure. I think it'll be okay. Um, you do, have you done all three of your winners? You have one more. Um, nope, I have all of them: Dolphins, Eagles, Jags. <clears throat> My last one, and 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 everybody can laugh at me about it, but it's, it's the Denver Broncos. Because <laughs> I'll that, laugh at you about that's it. That's that's a game they absolutely do not win the last four years because yeah, they couldn't win close games. I mean, if they were trailing at halftime, they were done. Didn't matter what the what the, the point differential was, and it was an absolutely ugly football game. The only second NFL game in history to end in a score of eleven to ten. The others was Steelers over the then San Diego Chargers in two thousand eight, but. Uh, they put a drive together when they really needed it late in the fourth quarter, and then the defense just played great all night. Now, Jimmy G, not a very good quarterback. Didn't look like it last night, at least. Um, but the, but the credit to Denver's defense, they shut Samuel down and Kittle. Mm-hmm. You take those two guys away, then San Francisco, who usually relies on their run game, has to run the ball well. They were averaging 180 yards uh, per game coming into last night. Didn't even get 100. So, uh yeah, Denver's defense won them the game, and uh, the offense has to click hopefully sometime soon. But I kind of thought it was going to be a work in progress, but I didn't think it would be like this. Right, and and maybe that last touchdown drive kind of gets them going a little bit. Um, maybe. Something's ha- off. Something's off. It's, yeah. Have, Russ hasn't looked that great no, so he far. Hasn't. He missed about five um, or six throws yesterday he normally yeah. makes. His chemistry looks there with Sutton, but that's about it. Looks I off think with everybody else. Yeah, and I think Hackett's play calling's been abysmal so far. Um, the even that final drive, Russ had to make some plays, but um, you, you just saw even even that final drive they had it to try to win it, and they ran it three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you gave up so many picks and two hundred fifty mm-hmm. million dollars or whatever for Russ Wilson. You don't even throw it once to try to win the game. Um, it just it didn't make much sense to me, and almost. And almost, it gave the Niners a chance, at least, and then, of course, they fumbled. But. Oh, I thought for sure the Niners could go down and kick a field goal to win. Yeah. I, I was about ready to guarantee it with two minutes left, but I uh, found uh, a way to get it done. Yeah, uh, the Dolphins own the Niners' first-round pick, so uh, I'm okay if the Niners continue to lose. Yeah, it's uh, I, it'll be interesting. I had a laugh on uh, Football Night in America last night. Uh, Matthew Berry was the only guy to pick the Broncos. Everybody else picked the Niners to win. And Niners were favorites going into the game last night by point, point and a half, two points, depending on what line you was on. Uh, and, and their defense was awesome as well. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, it, yeah, was, they're, it was the same as Denver pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it was just, a defensive battle. And definitely. It wasn't easy for anybody out there. Credit to the punters. They both played pretty yeah, well. So, yeah. Um, One of my losers, Detroit Lions. Mine too. Had a chance to go to two and one. They were up ten in the fourth quarter in Minnesota. They don't win too many road games, let alone divisional road games. Uh, the Lions and they just let it slip away as the Detroit Lions do. Uh, could have been two and one, feeling pretty good about themselves. I thought they looked pretty good, uh, and then uh, what they do is they just find a way to lose. Yep, um, I'm glad they lost because the Vikings were part of my six leg parlay that I won yesterday. But I thought, up. Oh, the Lions are going to ruin it for me because I took the Vikings just money line. I didn't <laughs> yeah. put on the spread. And like I said, the Lions offense looked good for a while, but it's just in the culture. 
Yep. It's in yep. their culture, and I just don't know if it's ever going to change. Yep. Um, my last loser, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, their defense played great, holding Aaron Rodgers to 14, but they only scored 12. Uh, and that's been an issue. And honestly, the first three weeks, their offense has looked horrendous. I don't know if Brady missing three weeks of training camp. Uh, I know he's going to be missing every Wednesday. Uh, for a veteran rest day is what they're calling it. He doesn't look like he's having fun. He doesn't, and I I don't know why he came back. I know his uh, there's been many rumors his wife was really unhappy about him coming back. Don't know why he came back. Um, he he doesn't look happy at all. I I, I think he misses Gronk too. Um, he's kind of his buddy there, and they don't have. And of course, Mike Evans missed yesterday. Chris Godwin's been out. That's true. Um, so he's having to throw to the corpse of Cole Beasley, uh, which it's, it's not going well. Uh, do you think he could have came back just to spite Adam Schefter, being mad that Schefter could broke been. the news before he could that, do it himself? Uh, yeah, that, that seems like a very Tom Brady thing to do. Um, I don't think the Bucks are a very good football team, though. Um, Bruce Arians is no longer the head coach, but he's still there. It's, right. it's, a, it's a weird dynamic. He, he actually is the one that kind of instigated the fight. Um, last week yeah uh, how would you like it. to be Todd Bowles you're trying to coach yeah. but yet the guy who was a coach and won the Super Bowl one of two coaches ever to do that in Tampa Bay history is right there in the shadows yeah Bowles have been put in some bad situations in his head coaching career yeah. this one and then just having to coach the New York Jets put you in a bad spot to begin with um that division stinks the NFC South it's terrible and, and that's my third loser New Orleans Saints mm. Well, they're awful. I didn't think they were going to be that great, but my goodness, I didn't think they were going to be this bad. Uh, Jameis is not good. Um, yeah. Um, it it might be. I mean, Dennis Allen's their head coach. I'm sure they might give him a little more time than the Raiders did. Uh, yeah, one back year. In the day, but uh, they, they need a quarterback. Uh, I know they were flirting with Deshaun there for a little while mm-hmm. um, before he was traded to Cleveland, but uh, might be uh, – getting to the time of the season where you're like, eh, maybe we should uh, start losing some games here and uh, get a top five pick, get CJ Stroud or Bryce Love or what a Bryce Love? Um, is it Love? Not Love. John Bryce, Bryce Young. Young. Bryce Young. Yeah, Bryce Love was a running back Stanford. for Stanford yep. a couple years ago. Uh, I thought I screwed that one yeah. up. <laughs> Sounded right, but uh, yeah, Saints stink. The NFC South stinks. Yeah. All right, let's do some pick them. Uh, Tanner beat me this week. Uh, it was a long time coming for him. First time in, I think, a calendar year that you beat me. Oh, it's been a long time. It's, I couldn't uh, let you win every week this season. I had to do something to get back in the race. Yeah. Starting Thursday night, we have a really good one here. Uh, Miami at Cincinnati. I see the Cincinnati Bengals are wearing their all-whites, so mm-hmm. that's going to be an interesting um, color combination of jerseys against each other this week. Um I don't know why, Jay, man. I know they just beat the Jets, but I'm taking the Bengals at home. I feel like if the Bengals don't get this one. They need it. I don't know if you can trust them to win big games. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins three have, points. Three points for the Bengals. Three. I'm trying to think the last time the Dolphins won there. Um, I don't. They, play, they played a Thursday night there. Thursday night game there a few years ago, and they got beat handily. Um, if Tua doesn't play, they have zero shot. Because Br- Br- Bridgewater ran three <laughs> plays yesterday, got sacked. About threw a pick six and spiked the ball into the ground. <laughs> it didn't go well for him. Um, but I'm assuming two of plays. Take a Miami for seven. All right. Um, I, I think the Dolphins pass rush will be too much, and I think Burrow will be hit all game long. Uh, so give me the Dolphins for seven. Uh, Minnesota versus the New Orleans Saints in London. In London. 
Uh, yeah, we, I just said Saints are awful. I think the Vikings got much needed win yesterday because they mm. lost that game. It's like, yeah. okay, what's going on in Minnesota? I think Minnesota wins this one pretty easily. Give me the Vikings for 10. I have the Vikings for 12. Um, it is a nationally televised game. Well, it's the NFL Network, but uh, nationally, if you will, televised game, uh, which Kirk does not play very well in. Um, That's a good but, point. Uh, uh, give me the Vikings for 12. I, th- I think the Saints are awful. Uh, Cleveland Browns at the Atlanta Falcons coming off a win. Yes, Both teams one. Yeah, the Falcons got a win at Seattle. I, Seattle's awful. I'm still mm. so embarrassed that Denver <laughs> lost that game. They should be 3-0 <laughs> right now. Cleveland's 2-1, and one. one of the better stories in the NFL with Jacoby Brissett right mm-hmm. now. Um, I think Cleveland goes 3-1. and one. I, got, I got them going into Atlanta getting the win, but only for two points. I have Cleveland for four. Um, I think they, I, I think they go in there as well. It's it, it's it's funny you say Broncos could be three and zero. I've never seen a team such on such a large spectrum where they could be three and zero or zero and three. True. Yet yet they're somehow right in the middle at two and one. And they're uh, tied for the division right now. Yeah. Two and one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give me a, yeah Cle- Cleveland for four. Uh, Washington Commanders at the Dallas Cowboys. Commanders stink. Um, Cowboys, I, I, I always, and I know I say this almost every week, I hate picking the team that plays on Monday night because we haven't seen them right. play yet. But with that said, I think the Commanders are so bad. I'm taking the Cowboys for 16. I, I have Cowboys for 11. <laughs> um, so Cooper Rush, uh, you see, he's had some decent. Who, who'd they beat last week? They beat uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati yeah. uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, yeah, Dallas for 11. I don't think. Dallas is that great, but their schedule is kind of setting up to be okay uh, until Dak comes back. Um, Seattle Seahawks at the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I kind of made my uh, feelings about Seattle known. Um, tough loss for Detroit, but I think they bounce back. Lions for 12. I have the Lions for three. I'm not as confident as you are. Um, Lions looked pretty good the first two weeks and then just choked yesterday. Lions for three. Uh, Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. Big win for the Titans yesterday over the Raiders. Raiders are mm-hmm. finding ways to lose games. That yeah. They kind of get behind, come storming back. Or this is what they did yesterday, and then can't close the deal. Now the week before, they were up big, <laughs> and then let yeah. the Cardinals come back. Uh, Colts, we said, surprising win over the Chiefs. It would be a Colts-like thing to mm-hmm. lose this game, but I think they're going to get it done. Colts for seven. I have the Colts for one. Um I don't think yesterday's win against the Chiefs really changed my mind on them. Their defense played well, but I just thought the Chiefs uh, found a way to lose that one. Special Colts. teams blunders helped the Colts, yep. too. Yep. Uh, the Chiefs are really missing um, Butker, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, that their, kick their kicking game has been terrible. Uh, Chicago Bears at the New York Giants. Yeah, the Bears, 2-1. and one. Worst 2-1 uh, and one team in the history of any sports. The Giants are going to be 2-1 and one or 3-0 oh for this matchup. Yeah, they're not Interesting. much better. Uh, yeah, Justin Fields might not be the guy there. He's, it might, he's not. It's probably going to be who's going to be playing quarterback for the Bears next year. That's, that's mm-hmm. going to be the big question. Uh, I know he doesn't have a ton around him, but he's just not looking the part. Um, Bears 2-1, and one, like I said, but uh, give me the Giants for 5. I have the Giants for 6. Um, Justin Fields completion percentage this year, I believe is under 50% for the entire year. They don't throw it that much to begin with. He's obviously really athletic and can run, but he's not, he's not an NFL caliber quarterback. And that's just the reality of the situation there. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Philadelphia Eagles. One of the more intriguing games mm-hmm. on the slate. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have said that three weeks ago, but Doug Peterson going back. 
Oh, that's a good point. Didn't think about that. I like the way the Jags are playing, but unlike L.A. when the Chargers are playing, this is a very hostile environment going into Philly. Give me the Eagles for four. I have the Eagles for 15. Oh, my gosh. Um, I might throw for Jaguars then. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a believer in this Philadelphia Eagles team. I'm a believer in Jalen Hurts now. He's completely turned it around for me. Um, you just like the Alabama I, quarterbacks. I just think, yeah, I I just think uh, be too much for Jacksonville there. Uh, New York Jets at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, two teams not going anywhere. I think Steelers, yeah. you can write them off after Thursday night's performance. Mitch Trubisky's not their guy. They might as well put Pickett in, see what he can do the rest of the year. They won't, but they should. Flacco's just holding down the fort till Zach Wilson gets back, but that's not mm-hmm. going to matter either. Give me Pittsburgh at home for nine. I have Pittsburgh for 14. Um, yeah, uh, Trubisky's bad. That Thursday night game, he looked so bad. Defense is still pretty good, um, but uh, you can't hand it off to Najee Harris 90 times. Uh, you got to be able to throw the ball, and they can't. So, uh, Probably the game of the weekend here, Buffalo Bills at the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, Bills have like a murder's row schedule coming up. Yeah, um, Baltimore looked good. Against New England mm-hmm. yesterday, defense looked good. Um, picking off Mac Jones a couple times, coming up with some key turnovers and key moments. Mac Jones is terrible. He's a bad NFL quarterback. Yeah, he's he um, is regressing big time. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamar is Lamar. He's he's pretty phenomenal. Um, I'm taking the Ravens for one. I think the Bills bounce back. Uh, they'll get some of their key secondary pieces back. I know uh, Micah Hyde's out for majority of the season on the injured list uh give me the bills for two that's 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 a true coin flip game in yeah. my opinion yep uh la chargers at the houston texans may have the chargers lose this one yeah texans stink i'm mad i didn't put more on this game than i did looking at it but the chargers are a little banged up i have the chargers for 11 i have the chargers for 10 that's kind of a wash um, Arizona Cardinals at the Carolina Panthers. Tough one to pick here. Uh, mm-hmm. Panthers, good win against the Saints yesterday. Um, Cardinals hunting there with the Rams, but couldn't get done. That's another team that needs to get healthy. Uh, I think the Cardinals are just more talented than, than the Panthers. Give me the Cardinals for eight. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, or Kyler Murray, I should say, is the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. Um, but I think Carolina I know too many people rate him anymore. That's a good point. I mean, he, he made a lot of money, though. Uh, just signed a huge contract. Uh, Arizona Cardinals for 13. I just think Carolina's terrible. Uh, New England Patriots at the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, Packers, uh, Bucks was a good game, but not the game we it all was thought it, it was, was going to be, really. <laughs> I mean, it was a good game as far as close. Yeah. Um, and came down to the wire with an exciting finish with a going for two and not getting it by Tampa Bay. But uh, I don't think New England's good. They're uh, terrible. Green Bay's tough to beat at home. Give me Green Bay for 13. Um, Mac Jones, likely not going to play. He has a severe high ankle sprain. I don't even know who their backup is. It's, it's still either Hoyer, Hoyer or uh, Bailey uh, Zeppe, the Western oh, Kentucky. Oh, Bailey Zapp, yeah. Zeppe, yeah. <laughs> um, it's probably, I assume it would be Hoyer if he doesn't play. 36-year-old Hoyer. Doesn't matter. Green Bay for 16. Uh, Denver Broncos at the Vegas Raiders. This game scares me. Um, Broncos 2-1. Raiders are 0-3, but Raiders have their backs in a corner, and that's mm-hmm. always scary when you're going to play a team like that. Um, Raiders have had the Broncos number the last few years. A lot of storylines will be around this game just because it's Josh McDaniels. 
Yeah. Uh, he's a head coach again in the NFL. He's not a good one, but he's a head coach again in the NFL. Supposedly, Mark Davis already met with him behind closed doors oh, before boy. the postgame press conference, which I think Mark <laughs> Davis is part of the problem. He oh, fires he coaches after a year or two. That's so, that haircut, too. Uh, but with that said, I'm a Bronco fan. They're 2-1. and one. I can't pick the Raiders against them, even though this game scares me. Uh, and I don't know if Renfro's going to be back or not. Uh, I got Denver for six. Uh, Raiders are due. Uh, Denver's offenses look terrible. Um, I have the Raiders for nine. I just, it, it, it seems like Denver can't win in Vegas. Have they won there since they moved there? No, I think they've only played there. What twice? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, right. Ra- Raiders for nine. And I picked that game before last night, um, b- before the Denver win last night. And it really didn't do a whole lot. Change my mind, to be honest. Uh, I hope you're eating crow uh, next week. <laughs> Uh, you too. I hope you are too. For your That's fair enough. Fair um, enough. Kansas City Chiefs at the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, if this game is played in Tampa, we'll see. Tampa's going to get a big time hurricane here this week. Yeah, they are using the Dolphins facilities this week, so the game could be shifted to Miami. It could maybe. be in Miami. Yeah. It's a uh, Sunday night or two. That'd be yeah, interesting. it is. It's not going to matter either, either way. I think Kansas City bounces back. I think they're pissed off. Mm-hmm. Um, give me the Chiefs for fourteen. I have the Chiefs for eight. Um, yeah, I think Chiefs bounce back. You don't see him lose two in a row very often, but you don't see Tom Brady lose two in a row very often either. Sure, sure. Uh, but I, I just think the Chiefs are quite a bit better. Uh, LA Rams at the San Francisco 49ers, Monday Nighter. Yeah, Niners, good defense. Offense, not that good, especially if they can't get the run game going. Mm-hmm. They kind of proved that last <clears throat> night. Um, yeah, back to back Monday Nighters for, for San Francisco. You don't see that very often. Um, I think the Rams are just a better overall team. Um, give me the Rams for 15. I have the Rams for five. Um, again, did these picks before last night's game. And if I would have waited, I would have had the Rams for probably double digits. Uh, but uh, I still think Rams beat them. Uh, I think it'll be a closer game because I don't think the Rams have looked overly impressive either. They so haven't. Uh, a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. Most of the league hasn't looked overly impressive. Mm. That's the thing. And we're seeing, like the Broncos and a few other teams, a lot of teams that didn't play their guys in the preseason, we're seeing an effect on that. That's fair. You know, I know mm. you and I don't like the preseason, but there's a reason they have those games. Mm. You got to play the guys a little bit. A little bit. Not off. Yeah, a little bit. And, I mean, they took away a fourth preseason game anyway. Right. Um, but, yeah, you got you got to play them a little bit. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, any other NFL thoughts? Not that I can think of. It should be another fun slate of games. Um, well, I have very much enjoyed this football season. Um, well, yeah, your team's 3-0. That helps. Uh, but uh, also, my baseball team's terrible. Um, but I don't know. I've just been into this football season uh, more than uh, previous years. It's been a lot of good games. Yeah. Since the start of last season, the Bills are 0-6 in games decided by eight points or fewer. They're the only... The only other win this team in one-score games over that span is the Houston Texans. Oh, wow. Um, four major professional sports teams played a game in Denver yesterday. Um, order by score, the Padres scored 13, the Broncos 11, Niners 10, and Rockies 6. <laughs> um, let's see. What else have I favorited in my tweeter? Um, I think that is about it for uh, NFL stuff. Yeah, it was a fun uh, fun week three, and week four looks on paper to be another fun week. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, do you have word association? I do. It is college football related. Beautiful. 
Um, let me bring the word or the read for the word association segment up while I'm doing this. Um, I went through, and it's Big Ten related even. So I went through and I picked one coach for each school in our lifetime, best coach in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Some of these guys we've talked about on the podcast, others, I'm not so sure if we have. I'm going to go alphabetical order, starting with the Illinois Fighting Illini, Ron Zook with a career Zucker. record of 34 and 51 at Illinois. Best coach they've had in a long time. Beal was the best coach they've had since probably the 80s. Uh, but uh, the Zook man, um, great recruiter. He uh, obviously went to a Rose Bowl, and they got absolutely whooped by uh, John David Booty and uh, USC. Oh, there's a name I haven't thought of in a while. <laughs> um, could recruit. His time ended poorly there. They started out 6-0, and got up to, I think, 15th or so in the country in 2011, lost out. Um, and he was fired, and they haven't really recovered since. Iowa Hawkeyes, it's Kirk Ferris. It's their current coach. He's 288 and 178. Chomping that gum. Uh, can't figure out his quarterback position, at least this year. Uh, my uncle, who's a huge Iowa Hawkeye fan, says Kirk has no idea how to use the transfer portal. So uh, that's been uh, kind of an issue. Maybe, maybe it's because he's an older guy. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Kirk – Probably the best coach in Iowa football history. I know Hayden Fry had some good years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people are tired of his dinosaur offense, him and his sons. Yep. But Indiana Hoosiers, Kevin Wilson went 18 and 38. He, uh, great offensive mind. I think he was the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma. He was. Wasn't he? That's where he came from. Yep. That's where he came from. Uh, then he, he went to Ohio State to be their OC. Afterwards. Yeah. He, he had some allegations against him, much like Tim Beckman did. They're very similar. Um, in a sense. Uh, so uh, didn't go well for Kevin Wilson. Indiana's not a football school, obviously, uh, but uh, he didn't win as much as they thought he was going to. Maryland, Randy Etzel went 22 and 34 in his time there in Indianapolis. He was best coach in UConn football history and also the worst coach in UConn football history. Uh, had some good years in the mid to late 2000s. Went to Maryland, came back to UConn, and was just abysmal at UConn. Made a lot of money losing football games, too. It's not going good at UConn for Jim Moore Jr. so far. I didn't even uh, know he's at UConn. Yeah. So far, he's falling off. Yeah, uh, but Edsel led, like you said, UConn to a BCS game against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I forget which bowl, but they lost. And then when he went back after Maryland, it didn't. things didn't go so well. Yep. Nor- normally, they don't if it's a second go-around, unless you're Bill Snyder. Yeah. Michigan, Rich Rodriguez. Uh, his record surprised me. 37 and 15. Yeah, he had a terrible, I think first year he was there, they went three and nine. Um he 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 just he wasn't a very likable guy to begin with. Obviously, fantastic offenses at West Virginia, had good offenses at Michigan as well. But in uh, Arizona, even. And Arizona, yeah. I, I don't know where he is now. I think he's in OC somewhere. Um, but he um just for whatever reason, the Michigan people did not like him for, well, I, there's good reason why they didn't like him. But, uh, yeah, great, great head coach at West Virginia with Pat White and those guys. He is the head coach of Jacksonville State University. Really? Right yeah. There he goes. Yes. He, uh, well, Richrod followed Lloyd Carr's footstep. Or, mm-hmm. for, that doesn't help. Field yeah. issues, that didn't help. And then, then Brady Hoke, who came after him, went 51 and 31. Then yeah. he was fired. So. Yep, I think uh, coach. unfortunately Harbaugh has them rolling now. Yes, took took him a while. But. Michigan State, John L. Smith went twenty two and twenty six. 
I will never forget when uh, University of Illinois signed a great recruiting class in 2008. John L. Smith publicly um, accused Illinois of cheating. <laughs> he was a disaster at Michigan State. At Ar- I think he was at Arkansas mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a terrible football coach. I remember he had a classic halftime speech when they used to like the announcers were interviewing him and going to half. I forget if it was Michigan State or, or uh, Arkansas. But he's like, Our players are playing their tails off and the coaches are screwing it up. <laughs> uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers Glenn Mason went 64 and 57. I think he is he still a Big Ten Network guy? He uh, was. He was. I'm not sure if he still is. I don't have I don't really remember. Was he there during the Eric Decker years or was it before then? I don't even really remember him. I think he was a little before. I don't mm. they might have overlapped a little bit. Um I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, the, the um, those Minnesota teams are pretty average. I mean, mm. they would make bowls, but never really contend for anything. Nebraska, Bill Callahan went twenty-seven and twenty-two there. Former Raiders had mm-hmm. uh, had man. I think he's the one that lost the Super Bowl with the Raiders. Was. Wasn't it? Yep. yep. Um, wasn't good at Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska still bad. I mean, he he was really the first guy when he took over. It's like, oh, maybe Nebraska's not going to be as good anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of the start of their uh, bad 15-year stretch or so. Well, Bo Bellini came after him and did pretty, he good. Was pretty good. And then yeah, they got, they good. got, uh, uh, you know, so they thought grass was greener on the other side and yep. bit them. Yep. Northwestern, Dennis Green, one of the <laughs> worst coaches in Big Ten history, record of 10 and 45. You want to crown him? Crown him! <laughs> um, yeah, he's more known for his legendary. A speech after blowing a 20-point lead to the Bears on Monday, Monday night, night football, and he's with yeah. the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, Daryl Hazel went 9-33, and but Denny Green had a few more games under his belt, 10-45. and <laughs> The Ohio State University, Jim Tressel. Uh, tattoos. It's unfortunate that that's the first thing you think of. He was 94 uh, and 22 there. Yeah, he was an amazing head coach. Sweater vest, wore the sweater vest, had some unbelievable teams won. Um national title there he uh just had great to played in a few as well um or coaching in, in a couple more after they beat miami uh but uh yeah the one thing i think of is the uh, tattoo gate mm-hmm. penn state bill o'brien short stint there but we went 15 and 9 um i lost a lot of respect for bill o'brien when he was on hard knocks he just seemed like a very unlikable guy he is mentioned as a candidate for the nebraska job uh, I think his time to be a head coach in college is coming again because he's been at Alabama. I think he's at Alabama as their offensive coordinator, I want to say. Um, he was at Alabama anyway. Uh, but uh, he uh, he took over for a legend, um, Joe Paterno, and he uh, made him respectable again during that whole terrible scandal. Yeah, he left them only after two years. They were supposed mm-hmm. to be on four-year probation. Actually, they got off after two years, I believe it was, and then James Franklin came in after that. So Yeah, Bill's... Bill deserves a lot of credit for not letting that program implode in on itself. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, fifteen and nine was pretty spectacular with mm-hmm. everything considered. Purdue Boilermakers Danny Hope went twenty-two and twenty-seven. Danny. I was going to put a cat one in things. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, Danny. He was, he, was a, he was a character. To say that I mustache. I always felt like everybody was kind of against him. I mean, he uh-huh. didn't have a good relationship with yeah. the media, didn't have good support. Real, I mean, he was the he at the time he was the least paid head coach in Big Ten, and so was the staff. Uh, so everything was kind of against him. But uh, 
he would beat teams he so once in a while he wasn't supposed to beat, but often he'd mm-hmm. lose to teams they shouldn't have lost to. Yeah, he he was a pretty likable guy. He was. Like he, he he seemed. I mean, you worked for him essentially yeah. when you were a manager. So loved his players. Players loved him. He was a players' mm-hmm. coach. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was. I I I still think they could have gave him one more year. Definitely with how things panned out, yeah, but ended up. is what it is. Two more here. Rutgers. Kyle Flood went twenty-seven and twenty-four. He was over five hundred there, yeah. huh? Seemed like he was terrible. Or who am I? Th- I'm thinking of Chris Ash. Yeah, um, yeah, he was after Flood. Kyle Flood. I don't really even. I vaguely remember Kyle Flood. Did he, he take over right after Shiano? Yeah, and then he left them. I believe. I don't think he got fired. Maybe he did, but he left for to be the um, assistant of the Falcons, and he's still in the oh. NFL somewhere as assistant today. Didn't know that? I think he left. I don't think he got fired, but maybe he did. But they'd be stupid if they fired him after going twenty seven, twenty four with the history of that program. Yeah. Lastly, Wisconsin Gary Anderson, who went nineteen and seven in a short stint in Madison. Yeah, I don't know if he just left because he couldn't handle the pressure and he wanted to go to Oregon State. Maybe he's more of a Northwest guy. Um, he's terrible at Oregon State. Great <laughs> at great at Utah State. Mm-hmm. I believe he was there, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, not not a coach that really scared you a whole lot at Wisconsin. No, no, but he was doing good, and Paul Chris took over for him. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alvarez, the Bielema, the Anderson, the Christ. So. Yeah. And that's going to do it for the Word Association segment, which is brought to you by Proforma Print 2 Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call at 574-210-3815. Do you want to get educated here real quick before we hit yeah. in some college football? On this day in 1961, Roger Maris hit home run number 60, which tied Babe Ruth's record. Um, Aaron Judge the rest of the year will be trying to tie and break Roger Maris's American League record. He is I think at, he'll do uh, it. Oh, yeah, they, they uh, this is the last full week. There's about 10 or so games left. Should should do it. Uh, L.A. Dodgers shortstop Mari Wills, who just passed away this past week, became first player in MLB history to steal 100 bases. He was a fast one. Um, on this day, in 1984, 5,000 people showed up to see the Phillies play the New York Mets at Shea Stadium. Wolf. Um, on this day in 1987 former Cub and Padres Benito Santiago set a rookie hitting streak record of 28 games in 1993 on this day the Cubs bat out of order against the Pirates in the second inning (laughs) just trash (laughs) franchise (laughs) Um, on this day in 1996, San Francisco Giant Barry Bond is the second player to hit 40 homers and steal 40 bases. Pretty good. Uh, 1997, also known steroid guy, Seattle Mariner Ken Griffey Jr. hit his 56th (laughs) homer of the 1997 season. Um, And that is going to do it. Uh, There wasn't a whole lot in the 2000s. There's only three of them in the 2000s. Not a lot of stuff happened on September 26th. But that's the Honest Day segment, which is brought to you by Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated custom woodcraft shop based out of North Carolina with Indiana grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs. From signing to growth charts, their custom pieces make a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. 
to see some of their recently completed projects, visit at Mooney Woodcrafts on Instagram and Facebook. And for custom orders, contact them at MooneyWoodcrafts at gmail.com. College football. I honestly didn't get to watch a whole lot of college football. We were I did not at, either. Uh, we were out uh, taste testing late night snack sliders for a wedding. So I was in heaven. Sounds like a pretty good day. I was in heaven. It was a really good day. <laughs> I was down in West Lafayette doing something I've never really done uh, before a game too often, especially a homecoming game because it was Purdue's 100th homecoming. Just spent the day around campus. Nice. Uh, walked around with my girlfriend and some of her relatives. And we, uh, yeah, it was just fun sightseeing around campus. And campus was a beautiful day in West Lafayette. And it was a, lot a nice of people day out and about. That's what I love about college football Saturdays. Everybody's out and about a lot more than college basketball Saturdays when it's right. – Two degrees out. Freezing. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, beautiful weather, um, fun day. Game was so-so. I mean, Purdue, Purdue pulled it out. They um, won. That's all that matters. Don't... Just, yeah. just like the Broncos. Burn the tape, never talk yeah, about it again. Never, never talk just about it again. Let's go on. But, uh, yeah, they need to get healthy. They were missing six starters and two mm. other key guys in the rotation. I mean, they're down eight guys right now. And, and their best player, their quarterback. Um, yeah. It's not easy to win without your starting quarterback when you got the talent level that Purdue does. And uh, hats off to Austin Burton. I thought for his first career start at Purdue, uh, and only his second career start of his career, he played a pretty good game besides one mistake. So he's just not the same quarterback Aiden O'Connell is. But right. they got the win, like I said, beats the alternative. Uh, Notre Dame went on the road, got a big yeah, win at North Carolina. Um, Indiana slipped up for their first loss of the year at Cincinnati. Um Minnesota looks like the real deal in the West. Blanking, mm-hmm. or not blanking because they scored late, but killing. Uh, smacking State. Michigan State at Michigan State. Yeah. Ohio State might be the best team in the country. I agree. Um, they flexed up on Wisconsin at home. Nobody Especially after really... Georgia gave up 22 points to Kent State. Yeah, they uh, only won by 17. Exactly. They were 45 point yeah. favorites. Tennessee's the real deal. I hate yep. to say it. Um, they might be legit contenders. They got LSU next week. And then, because they have a bye week this week, then Bama the week after that, we'll see how well they are after those two games. But, uh, yeah, uh, Miami went down. USC almost mm-hmm. went down. Um, A&M, Arkansas had a crazy finish in Jerry's world where the ball mm-hmm. bounces off the top of the upright. Yeah, um, yeah that's crazy. Oklahoma goes down to Adrian Martinez yeah. in Kansas State. So, mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of craziness going uh, on. Kansas is undefeated. Uh, if they uh, had the same resume as an SEC school, they'd be ranked seventh in the country or something like that. Yeah, they're 26th. They should be ranked. It's, yeah. it's, it's Which is crazy. Lance Leopold for coach of the century. Yeah, they better try. Um, I know they gave him an extension, but they better try to lock him down because yeah. somebody's going to throw mm-hmm. a lot of money at him. Uh, Texas lost again in overtime to Texas Tech. Uh, Maryland hung with Michigan, but Michigan hung on. Um, Clemson Wake might have been the game of the uh, year so far. Clemson won a double overtime, 51-45. Did you see the ending of the Auburn-Missouri game? No. Um, Missouri missed – so they're playing – yeah, so Missouri's terrible. If Auburn loses this one, there were reports that Brian Harson at Auburn was going to be fired. Yeah. Barely into his second season there. And um, Auburn's up three. Missouri's running in for a touchdown. The guy reaches out the ball. He was going to score easily. He – just dropped it and it went out of the end zone for a touchback and Missouri loses. So Brian Harson gets to stay for another week. Um, classic Missouri. Uh, but uh, other than that, it's always a good, good day of football on mm-hmm. college football Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Always fun. Um, Big 10 pick them. I won this week. I only missed one point. And that was Northwestern. Northwestern was garbage. Garbage. They in Colorado are the two worst power five programs going. Yeah, uh, and yeah, uh, who who just fired their coach? Georgia Tech fired their coach, Jeff Collins. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he was terrible. I think Colorado's guys next. Uh, mm-hmm. Carl Durrell, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michigan at Iowa. Yeah, Iowa has won five of their last six games at home against AP top five ranked teams. That one loss was a two-point loss to Penn State in 2017. Mm-hmm. I think this Michigan team is too good. It's not going to happen uh, like it did in 2016 when Michigan, last time they played up there, and Iowa knocked them off from their ranked top five. Give me Michigan for five. I have Michigan for five as well. Illinois at Wisconsin. I think this will be a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, only reason I'm picking the Badgers is because they're at home giving Wisconsin, but only for two. I have Wisconsin for three. I think Illinois is legitimately okay. Um, they should be 4-0. They're not. Uh, but they have a good run game. I think their defense is fantastic. Haven't given up a touchdown at home all season. Um, but Wisconsin's going to be mad. So. Wisconsin's going to be mad, and uh, they're just going to key on the run. However, um, Tommy DeVito there at Illinois is the best quarterback they've had since Nathan Shieldhouse, I think. Uh, he was fantastic on Thursday night. Um going to have to throw it a lot more and actually have success throwing it against a good team. Uh, but yeah, Wisconsin for three. Um, it's shocking that Illinois is only single point favorites. Uh, I think they're, um, or si- single digit favorites, I should say. Um, I think it's eight, which it's usually like 20 when they go to Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, Purdue at Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota's dominated Purdue as of late. Flex won um, four of the first five against Brom, and Minnesota's won like I don't remember. What, it's a stupid stat going back. 11 to last or 9 of the last 10 since 2012. Something dumb. I mean, something because mm. producers dominate them under Joe Tiller, but uh, times have changed. I don't know the stats of Aiden O'Connell. Uh, they said it'd be figured out later in practice. We suppose he hurt himself in the first quarter of that Syracuse game really? and played the rest of the game. I'm going to say he's not going to go. Um, and even if he did, I was going to pick Minnesota just because until Purdue beats Minnesota, it's kind of like then once Wisconsin. Uh, give me Minnesota for four. I have Minnesota for four as well. I think Minnesota's the real deal. I think if O'Connell plays, though, I think it'll be a really good game. Could be a coin flip. It, it, it would be game. one of those that I, if O'Connell plays, it wouldn't shock me if Purdue goes and wins because that's mm-hmm. kind of what Jeff Brom's team is yeah, do on the it road. Is. So. It is. Rutgers at Ohio State. Ohio State for six. I have Ohio State for seven. Uh, Northwestern at Penn State. Penn State for seven. I have Penn State for six. Uh, Michigan State at Maryland. I don't know what to think of Sparty, but for some reason I think they're going to bounce back, but I only got them for a point. I have Maryland for two. Um, I don't know I just, why. I don't know why. If, if they don't, don't win this, maybe they're just not that good. I don't know if Tua's little brother, Ta- Talia, I think mm. his name is, uh, is hurt, but he didn't play a lot in the second half mm. or fourth quarter at least. So I don't know. If he doesn't play, Michigan State might win. Uh, but give me Maryland for two. Indiana at Nebraska. Night game, Nebraska coming off a bye. That's why I think they get it done, an extra week of preparation. Nebraska for three. I have Nebraska for one. Um, they shouldn't have any issue with them. But uh, well, Let's pick some top 25 games. Let's do birdie or bogey real quick because we're running out right. of time for our TV audience. Um, Albert Pujols became the second player ever to hit 20 homers in his first season in Major League Baseball and his last season. Who is the other guy? I'm more worried about trying to figure out who did their rookie year. I just can't. I can't think. Frank Thomas. That's a really good guess, but incorrect. Mm. Uh, Teddy ball game. Ted Williams. Oh man, I wasn't even going back that far. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. yeah, I should have known. Ted, we talk about him more than anybody on this podcast. Talk about him a lot. I know yeah. Frank had some decent years for Toronto and Oakland at the very end. Yeah. So, 
Uh, Bonds, his final year only had like, I think, 53 plate appearances or something like that and hit three homers. Yeah. Whatever. But uh, Birdie Bogey brought you by Noble Gnome LLC, as I said. I've already said that. <laughs> you were ready uh, to this, go through it. This episode is brought to you by the Damn Landing, whether an epic burger, hand tossed pizza, handbread, tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail. Damn Landing is the place to be. The Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantel, focused on freshness and quality. Uh, you can watch down their delicious food with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors. Handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients, taking the fantastic views of Lake Mantel in their beer garden or outdoor bar area. Whether it be boats or wheels, the Damn Landing is a place to be located 1305 Union Road in Rochester. I still have to do a book it as well. Um, a lot of uh, top 25 matchups here. I'll just do the top 25 matchups if you're okay with that. Yeah, yeah, we got time. Uh, We're off TV, but we got we got time. Number seven, Kentucky at number 14, Ole Miss. Yeah, Kentucky uh, played danger with Northern Illinois for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about Ole Miss this year, but Ole Miss at home. Uh, Oxford gets – that's right, Oxford, Mississippi is where they play, right? Yes. It gets rocking on game days. Give me the lane train. Give me the Rebels. Give me Ole Miss. Uh, they are favored by six and a half uh, at home. Um, number two, Alabama at number 20, Arkansas. Alabama. Yeah, they're 17-point favorites. I agree. Number nine, Oklahoma State at number 16, Baylor. Baylor's two and a half point faves. Mm, give me the Cowboys on the road. Give me Baylor at home. Uh, big I don't. One for I think the Big Twelve. I don't think anybody's bad in the Big Twelve this year. Probably not, especially with Kansas being halfway decent. I, I Kansas really State knocked off uh, Oklahoma. I really think every team's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. So, uh, number twenty-two, Wake Forest at number twenty-three, Florida State. Now, give me the Seminoles. Give me Wake Forest on the road. I don't like Florida State. I know. I, th- I just think they're starting to turn the right direction mm-hmm. again. Number ten, NC State at number five, Clemson. I really want to take NC State, but I can't do it. I think Clemson is just better. This will be the J-Man's book and prediction of the week. Give me NC State on the road. 4-0. They're in the top 10 for the first time. That would be a statement win. That would be a definite statement win for NC State. J-Man's book prediction of the week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, business, renters, workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. That'll do it. For all the uh, top 25 matchups. And Notre Dame's on a bye week, so we don't have to. Are they? I always forget about Notre Dame because they're an independent and they are unranked. So I, haven't, I, I, haven't, I haven't watched them much this year. They they no. play next week. They play neutral site against BYU. I was looking mm. at their schedule, Josh. You know, they just played at Wake Forest. They have two true road games left on their schedule. Two. That's they it, play huh? three true road games this year. That's all. That's pathetic. Because Navy, they play neutral. Mm. And uh, yeah, yeah, they don't play on. They hardly play on the road. That's pathetic. And and I mean, I'm gonna bring up their schedule real quick because I was thinking it was tougher coming up than it really is. Um, BYU will be tough. BYU will be tough. Uh, yeah, they have BYU on the October eighth, and they're ranked nineteenth. Then they host Stanford. That's a win. Yeah, Stanford's terrible. Then they host UNLV. That's a win. That's a win. Then they travel to Syracuse, who's 4-0, but I'm still not a believer in. They found a way to win against Virginia. I know. They keep finding ways to win close games. Yep. Kudos to them. Then they host Clemson. Loss. Then they play Navy. Game. Then they host Boston College. They're terrible. Then they go to USC. They might be okay. 8-4 and four or so. <laughs> what I predicted at the start of the year. Yeah. So.
Thanks for watching. Tam and Jamie. So have a fantastic week, everybody. We'll be back at it next Monday.